Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I'm an addict living in Aotearoa, New Zealand. My home group is the Wednesday Night Phoenix Meeting in Phillipstown, Christchurch. My clean date is the 22nd of December, 2009. 16th of April, the practice of discipline. Discipline is commitment in action, a demonstration of our willingness. Living Clean, Chapter 6, Commitment. Because of its past association with punishment, rigidity or plain old drudgery, discipline is one of those recovery principles we have to reimagine when we get clean. And when we realign discipline with our newfound values of commitment and willingness and begin to practice our program of recovery, we experience positive results. Our lives change. Discipline's relationship with the principle of commitment definitely merits discussion. Our commitment to NA and spiritual growth is crucial to the life that we want. But discipline is more internal. It's in our hearts. We can be committed or hold a commitment But are we disciplined about that commitment? As one member observed, we say it works when you work it, not it works when you think, believe or feel it. Discipline gives us the willingness to transform our commitment into action. Sometimes the commitment we're acting on is more on the surface, say following sponsored direction without knowing why. Other times it's deeper, more heartfelt. In either case, our commitment is measured by our willingness to act. When we're active in our commitment to the fellowship, when we are disciplined, our disease of addiction is rendered powerless. Though we may strive to view discipline in a positive light, it's not always easy. It takes practice. It is practice. Discipline is the drive to move forward regardless of our mood. We say yes to sponsorship. We attend our home group and fulfill our commitments because we said we would. Discipline leads us back to our message again and again. I'm willing to transform my commitment to action. Discipline takes practice, and practice starts now. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is April 16th, the practice of discipline. I know everybody just shrieked. Uh, when we heard the word discipline. But anyway, the italics started off. Discipline is commitment in action, a demonstration of our willingness. And the next few paragraphs kind of kind of show like a contrast between what we say we're committed to and what we're thinking, what we're feeling, then we actually, you know, what we do. I think that's a really good, um, that's a good comparison. You know, discipline isn't, um, you know, hey, this is what I think I want to do. And it ends there. It's actually you know, what I do. And a lot of times, man, the old adage of like, hey, 
um, I take my body, you know, like take the head and the body will follow type of deal. Um, it's action. And then I allow my emotions and my thoughts to catch up to my actions. And I thank God for that, man. Thank God that the old timers who, who 12 step me, um, they didn't ask me, okay, what, uh, what do you want to do to, to show that you're committed to staying clean a day at a time? And man, and I say this with nothing but love, you know, this is really nothing but love. I'm really grateful, man. I got clean when I did and, 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 and how I did, but I was fucking, I was all over the place. I had no idea who I was. The only thing I knew getting clean was I hated authority and, uh, and I just, and I was just wide open and the love that was showed to me then, you know, it was all about discipline and they showed me what they showed me what a disciplined man um, is all about, like what a disciplined life is all about. And it's all about a commitment to staying clean. That's where it starts. And that's where it still is for me, you know, and that was the first kind of discipline that I learned was meeting etiquette, what, what a commitment to staying clean looks like. And then from there, man, I can incorporate all other kind of shit into my life. But if I miss that, yeah, I think I'd be dead today, man, for sure. Like my people told me that they, they, it would be a stretch if I lived two more weeks you know, that was March 12, 2000 when I got clean. And my old man still says that he, he, he didn't give me two weeks, two weeks to live after that. You know, and, and um, but the, the first disciplines that they showed me was showing up to the meeting. You know, I wasn't allowed to go to meetings late. We just weren't allowed, man. It was not allowed. It was not permitted. You know, and I know I, I know that the culture is different in different areas, you know, and, and like different pockets. And if you go to meetings late and if that's your thing, this is nothing but love. You know, it's cool. You can be like, well, fuck Douglas. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, you know, you can hit the, hit the 15 second skip, you know, uh, uh, option. And that's cool too, man. It is what it is. But, but, uh, I could probably, and, and I still, man, I still abide by that. I could probably count on, on one hand, the amount of times in 23 years that I walked into a meeting late, you know, and it, I don't really think it's like a badge of honor or anything, but it is respect for the meeting and respect for those sharing and trying to listen you know, and stuff like that. And I understand like, you know, things happen or, 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 or whatever, but, but, um, dude, I observe, you know, I'm an observant man, you know, I observe this, you know, a lot of the same people coming to meetings late, you know, doing the trot with the high heels and shit right through the circle, you know, and even not even that, it's like, you know, I have to ask myself, look, man, if I'm committed to hitting, you know, to hitting this meeting, why am I coming late? Like what's really going on? What's it, what, 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 what's going on beneath that behavior? You know, and, and some other disciplines it was, like if, if, if it was a meeting where there was like layered, you know, seatings, like as, as somebody knew, man, I was, in the, I was in the middle of it. You know, sharing the first part of the meeting, it was because the old timers were going to yell at us, you know, the rest of the meeting. But man, it, it, it really helped me for when I had life show up and I had to kick shit out. I was in the habit of sharing. I had to call my sponsor every day and a couple other guys. I serve other people, pray on my knees in the morning and at night. Same thing, man. Probably count on one hand the amount of times I haven't prayed in the morning and at night on my knees. You know, and that was the first discipline that that has served me well throughout my recovery. And I and you know, I, I I guess it's like pissing in the wind if I start talking about like, I wonder if this would have happened, would have that, you know, and in in dude in 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 my one my one brother, man, my one brother, I love him so much. He he's from the UK, he lives in China now. He always when we start talking like that, he always says 
if my nan had a dick, she'd be my paw or something, you know, or whatever like this, you know. So I guess like if, if we're saying if, would have and, and all that, it probably doesn't mean much. Just really grateful, though, like from the jump, I could see if I wasn't if I wasn't told about like meeting etiquette, like shut the fuck up while other people are talking. Don't shout out during readings. Have this reverence for when you're in a meeting, because the basic text is very, very, very clear. It says recovery is what happens in our meetings. I need to abide by that, man. I'm the type of person like, you know, it, it, I, I kind of take things to an extreme. And if it was cool for me to fuck around and come in late, talk about, you know, talk throughout the meetings, not pay attention to whatever's going on. After a couple weeks, that becomes exaggerated. And after a couple months, that becomes really magnified. And then, and then what? The trajectory of that behavior just isn't good. Man. It just isn't good. At least that's for me, you know, and that's where I'm grateful at, man. I'm grateful that I that, that I was just kind of taught how to behave in meetings and that, that showed my first that was me being disciplined. You know, and, and but get back to the basic text, you know, like it, it, it makes sense. It walks us through. Recovery is what happens at our meetings. Okay, so then we unpack that. So 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 what do I need? What's like the pre the the the, the pre qualification to enter into the recovery process? It's like look, was 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 I obsessed? Compulsed, and did I suffer from this complete self-centeredness, which is the spiritual void that we talk about? Check all the marks, right? And then what happens is, is like, okay, so how do we engage in this recovery process? Basic text is still very clear about this. Just about every chapter in the first ten chapters it lists out. It's like complete abstinence and twelve-step work. That's how we engage in the recovery process. There it is, man. There's the fucking outline on how I should conduct myself, what we should discuss, and what's the aim. For when we have an NA meeting. It's just right there. And I can abide by that, man. I get a lot of hope out of that. You know, there's a lot of comfort. And, um, and, but then, you know, in like the most recent seasons of my life, like the last couple of years, I've, uh, I've tried to do these different discipline things. And, um, you know, one for a long time, I recently picked it back up for, for the last few weeks, is, uh, you know, I wake up, make sure the bed's made, and go for a, a one-mile run, and I take a three minute cold shower, you know, and then start the day off like with the 11th step and, 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 you know, and get busy with it. And it's really cool. There's not many days where I feel like doing it, though. There's not many days I wake up and I say, like, I'm in Minnesota right now. I'm traveling. I'm in Minnesota. No fucking way I wanted to go outside and run a mile today and then come in and take a three, a, a cold shower. It's cold water is fucking different up here. It's just different. Like they're like I'm in North Carolina. I'll take that cold water over this shit any day, you know. And and but here's the thing, man. It's like, look, I make a commitment. My actions follow it, and then my emotions and my mental state will will, will catch up to that. You know, and thank God for that, man. If it was, if the old timers hit me with go to a meeting whenever you want to go to a meeting, be dead today, one hundred percent. They said pray when you want to pray, um, be dead today for sure. That's not how my commitment to staying clean, that's not how it was, it was broken down to me. But through that, building that foundation, I can have some discipline in other areas of my life. You know, this old timer in, in the area I live in now, he's really cool. His name's Sean. He's a real cool dude, man. And he, and he breaks it down. He's like, look, we have, we have choices. We make decisions. And, and then we get consequences. Now, whether good or bad... You know, that, that, that's a separate thing, but, but uh, try to argue that. And when he said that, and I was like, all right, let me wrestle with that for a little while. And I can't. I can't refute it. It's, it's true. We have choices. We make decisions. 
we get consequences. Today, I try to align myself and put myself in a position to where I reap, you know, benefits, man. You know, I try to harvest it. I try to plant like these seeds of like, okay, serenity, peace. I try to grow my faith, try to be there for other people and try to get plugged in. Because left to my own devices, man, I'm fucked. My world becomes super, super, super small. And, um, but when I take a step out in faith and I try to link up with other people and try to be of service, whatever that looks like, I'm always, I'm always better off for it. And I can't think of anything that, that I've had to do in the name of recovery that I'm sitting here thinking, man, fuck, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't hit that meeting, reach out to that person, sponsor this guy, you know, whatever that is. And all becomes part of my story of freedom. And I started out with the guys telling me like what a disciplined man looks like. And I'm really grateful for that. Love you, folks. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.